No, do a hot tub stream. Hot tub stream. Hot I didn't tub. know that the hot tub girls was like a fad. They made a whole category. It used to be just chatting. They're all putting hot tubs in their living rooms and shit. Apparently the like hot tub industry up. like blew up from this trend. I guarantee it did. Like hot tub companies were killing it. Crushing. This is the debut of One More Time show. Oh, shit. One more time. Are we actually podcasters or are we just interviewers? We're going to find out after this. Yeah. This will be a test. Shout out to our sponsor, by the way, White Claw Hard Seltzers. We love you guys over there. Shout out to Jen at White Claw. (laughs) You've been a great contact. Does Jen sound like someone who works at White Claw? I think so. Basically, this is where you and I are going to talk about like what's happened in the last week get into maybe some things we saw on the internet, shit we heard, stuff we experienced in our own lives. Like this, this is what we're going to do. This is it. This is it. So Drake and 21 Savage just dropped an album. Her loss. Her loss. How how are you feeling about it? First of all, do you think that it, um, cause there's like a debate going on. Did Drake mean to do the three Pete with the titles where he went certified lover boy, honestly, never mind. Her loss. Is that on purpose? I could see Drake's pretty smart guy. He could have done that on purpose. For me, when I heard that like conspiracy theory, <laughs> I, bas- kind of a- I basically thought of like, you know, when you're in like elementary school or middle school and you have to do like poetry or like book reports or whatever. Sure. And they really draw these like deep like connections of like, well, the author probably meant this shit. And like, do you think the author really meant some like really deep and trippy shit? I know some of it is definitely just in our heads, but that's kind of the cool thing about writing too. It's like even songwriting, you know, you can write something one way and someone can interpret it a whole different way. And if it works for them and it's cool for them, then what's the big fucking deal? You know, that, that's saying? very true. So is it Circo Loco? Yeah, that's our new, yeah, that's, that's our new one anthem. more time anthem. Yeah. Shout out to Drake. He called us and he was like, yo guys, I'm thinking about doing a one more time, you know, flip. Is that cool with y'all? He didn't even call Daft Punk. He called us. <laughs> he called us. <laughs> but no, so the interesting part that I found was that 21 Savage recently came out and publicly said that he would beat anyone from the XXL freshman class that he was a part of, 2016, I believe. He said that he would beat any of them in a versus battle. That's like the recent smoke that 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 Savage came out with. I'd have to see who was in that class. All right, I I'm think a, that's very I'm possible. A, I'm going to bring it up. It yeah, was, look it up. It yeah. was... Anderson Pac, it was Ooh. Savage, it was Kodak Black, Ooh. it was Uzi Vert, Ooh. it was Lil Dicky, <laughs> shout out Dave, shout out Dave, it was Dave East, Denzel two, Curry, two Daves, G Herbo, Lil Yachty. I mean, it, it was is that the greatest freshman class of it all time? It was amazing. That's an amazing class. But so, do you think Savage would be any of them in a in a versus battle? Like, I might, do you think I might give, uh, I might give Uzi his best competition. Would is, be is that the one you want to see? Uh, Uzi Savage would be like kind of off the cuff. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a weird, like, you know, people wouldn't normally link them up. They're kind of in different lanes, but it would be an interesting battle. I'd love to see them in versus. Yeah, I just, loved, I just love the spirit of competition in, in hip hop. Yeah. So like when anyone's throwing shots and Drake threw multiple shots throughout the album, I was, I was pleased to see 21 come out and, you know, kind of just throw that smoke out there. I think that was like part of the rollout. I think in the rollout meeting, they were like, all right, we're, we're throwing shade. Yeah. <laughs> it's part Let's of start as much beef as possible with We're this album. We're calling people out. We're going for it. You yeah. Know what I mean, I just think it was cool that like coming off of Drake and his, you know, more dance influenced, you know, project. Well, they had the hip hop song at the end. Jimmy Cooks was not dance. That I know. was the one weird one. Exactly. But then I think he's just so smart with how he's like, how he moves, bro. Absolutely. The fact that he came with like heaters. 
I mean, her loss is fire. I don't know if you've gotten through it. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I absolutely have. It was great. It's a good album, bro. I think trap music needed this album. Like, and I love that they didn't, you know, it could have been very bland. It could have been, you know, trap beat looped over and over. Drake, you know, does a hook. 21 does his bars. It could have been very bland. And I think they like took, they actually sounds like they spent some time to make it kind of interesting. You know, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's you some and I- beat swishes. There's some pitching, some voice pitching. There's some skits. There's like stuff you wouldn't expect, which keeps it interesting, which I appreciated. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since I've like willingly wanted to dive through a project, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Is that sad? Like that this year I haven't really- As a music person, Yeah, nothing's bit. like stuck out to me that I've like, except for the people I know, obviously like Suave Drops, I'm listening to it. You know, people that have been on the podcast, of course, like I'm, I'm diving in, but just from like- the you know top dogs that are dropping like it, it feels was like the, we slowed down a little bit it was right? the first one that got me excited to actually like dive in and, yeah. and give it a full listen you know yeah. i was just like getting shit done around the house like clean scrubbing the fucking bathrooms <laughs> and like listening to her loss you know <laughs> shout out to my wife putting me to work is it uh is it like an album of the year kind of the hip-hop album of the year for you i guess is jid it? also was another one that i was i was super excited to, to dive into and for, shout out forever story yeah and that did not disappoint so. at all. Yeah, for sure. Crushed so, it. so speaking of Yachty, who was on the you know 2016 Double XL freshman that we talked about, he recently did a full sim podcast interview that I listened to, and he talked about the reason why he stopped streaming on Twitch because he was actually like starting to kind of go mm. crazy on Twitch. He was like spending you know hours and hours streaming live. Sure. He said he stopped streaming because he felt too accessible. He felt like he was just another dude on the street. Like that his fans had too much access to him and he was losing that like star power mystique. Like, how do you respond to that? I think that's whack as fuck. <laughs> Speak on it, bro. Speak on it. The, the entire game of making a career as a musician is building a community of people who will buy your merch, come to your shows. They just fuck with you genuinely. So how could you ever discount access? Like access to your fans is to me, that's the most important thing. You're talking about relationships with the people that appreciate what you're doing the most. So why would you not serve them to the highest level? You know what I mean? I, I think that, I think that's doing them a disservice. There's something to be said about like, yeah, back in the day, people were mysterious and they're cool people. And, you don't know what they're doing and they're hard to reach and I made them cooler. And I, I still kind of see that, but these days the shit that's hitting, like hitting is people doing TikToks and, you know, being themselves and being real. So I, I think mean, I just love keep- the young boy example of just like flooding the market with content at all times. And I mean, look well, at he's his- an interesting one because he's YouTube based. Yeah. So there's like a, literally an article. Let me pull up this article right here. It is the, let's see. Best-selling artists by album units this year. And number three is NBA Youngboy. And what do you notice about number three that's different than everyone else? There's no, there's no link. There's no at. He doesn't have like social media like that, bro. He's not on social media. Damn. So he is a weird one that's been like, you know. Okay. He doesn't have a Twitter. He doesn't have an Instagram. He, he flooded YouTube. Yeah, who was two and one on that list, by the way? Shout out T-Swizzle. Number one. Swifty and, and Swifties and Drizzle, Swizzle and Drizzle, <laughs> Swizzle and Drizzle. One no, and I just thought it was interesting, man, because we always talk about like content, content, content. Like we live in this, you know, content world where you should be producing just like an insane amount of content, right? And just to your point, giving your followers and fans like access to every 
thing that you're doing. They should know when you're taking a shit, right? It's they like, should. Let them know. They want to know when you're taking a shit. They're actually interested, people. For me, the only reason I would agree for him like to to scale back, right, would be if it was like impacting him in a like mental way or something like if it was just too much. Right. And you needed like a mental health break because I mean, I was just, you know, listening to another interview about like Twitch streamers, man, like they go to work and they're streaming for like 12 fucking hours a day for sure. And that can take a toll. The crazy story is Amaranth on Twitch. I was just listening to J- Jen Fox. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, yeah, who yeah, was basically Amaranth's like partner in crime of doing like the most ratchet shit you can possibly do. Jen is actually Twitch. a good musician. Shout out to Jen. If you ever want to come on the podcast, you're in Atlanta. Baby, yeah. hit me up. Good musician. Yeah. <laughs> that's why people subscribe to the OnlyFans. <laughs> the point is, yeah, she like, uh, you know, allegedly had, has a husband like that she wasn't even promoting that she was fucking married. Completely hiding it. Hiding Separate it. houses, bro. And, and he's running- No, the, separate houses. There you go. She, and, she, she he's bought him a show. house. That's wild. She bought him. Yeah, of course. She to, bought him to, a house. To give the facade for real. Yes. She bought- I just listened to the- If people knew she it. was married a long time ago, would she have been making a million a month? You know, probably not. Do people care that much? Like, they think they actually have the chance? Like, that's what yes. they're clinging to? Yes. The facade sells. I don't yes. know that, like- <laughs> Yes, bro. I don't know that 1, the sex that's being sold to me is because that that they're single or something. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it's that 0.0001% chance. Like, yeah, that could be my girl. Wow. It's sad, but it's real life. I'm telling you, that's how it is. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be like the only way I would give Yachty. Like, I think it just sounds like a lazy take in my mind of like, oh, you didn't want to continue to like build brand and build a fan. I don't know. I mean, but once again, she it, wants, it was shout out to Amaranth. She just wanted to do what she did. You know, she likes horses. She wants to like do IRL streams, you know, with the horses. She wants to play the games that she wants to play. And her husband's like, no, do a hot tub stream, hot tub stream. Get in the I hot didn't tub. know that the hot tub girls was like a fad. Like it was like a thing. It became a whole like movement. <laughs> it became like a, what do they call it? When it's like, um, it's like a strategy to get to the winning of a video game. It's like, um, there's a word for it. Fuck. It's the the meta. It's, it became Literally. like a Twitch meta. Yeah. There's the hot tub shit. Like they made a whole category. It used to be just chatting. They were just talking. And then it they became made- became a category. There's literally a category on Twitch now. It's hot tubs, beaches, and pools. Wow. It became a whole thing. Yeah, because, Amaranth started that. Because I heard that like if you're in a bikini or something and you're not near a body of water, be it a yeah. hot tub, a beach, or a pool, you get banned. Somehow the water makes it okay. It's wild to me. <laughs> I don't understand it. I was blown away when I heard that. I was like, wait. So you just and so they're doing like kiddie pools and shit, bro, well, just to all, get away. They're all get they're all putting hot tubs in their living rooms and shit in Appar- their bedrooms. Apparently the like hot tub industry up, like blew up from this trend. I guarantee it did. Like hot tub companies were killing it. Crushing. That was amazing to me. I was like, you see a spike in the hot tub sales and you're like, what's going on here? Like, it's just, just people are, no, it's Twitch. All these Twitch streamers need a hot tub in their bedroom, their fucking bedroom. That's why. They're in the bedrooms? Literally, they the, put they the hot tubs are there, or like living rooms where they're indoor hot tubs. <laughs> just in random place, anywhere yes, they can fit just it. Cra- just plastic fucking wow. tubs. Wow, it's wild, man. Shout out Twitch though. I, I, Twitch is an uh, underrated platform for sure. Get on Twitch if you play games. And did you see that Twenty One Savage is actually getting on Twitch? How do you feel about that? What's he gonna do? So twenty 21- is, is he gonna be a hot tub girl? <laughs> so Twenty One Savage hit up Kai Sanat. Sanat, who's 
Incredible. Unbelievable. Like super Funniest lit. motherfucker. Twitch streamer. He's great. And YouTuber. He called him and he was, and 21's basically like, yo, bro, I'm trying to, you know, turn my Twitch up. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to do a collab with oh. you. And he was like, yeah, I play 2K. And, uh, you know, Kai was like, I'll smoke you in 2K right now. And 21 was like, put 10 bands on it. <laughs> and Kai was started stuttering. T- 10 bands. He has 10 bands. He's capping. He could totally. That was not even bands. a thing. It they was- settled on like a thousand. But I think that's a mutual thing, though. They can both kind of come up from that relationship. Like Kai's on, big on Twitch. 21's fucking 21. They come together. They both kind of rise together. You so know? the thing I love that, that, that Kai Sanat has done is he does the telling your favorite rapper that his music is trash to his face. I don't know if you've seen these. Uh, like he'll like have them on and curate this fake podcast where he like does this like bit that's like an interview at first. And he's like, yo man, like, you know, let's hear the new shit, bro. And like they play it and he's like, bro, that shit is whack. <laughs> like, you know, and he just goes on. Like, yeah, I think he had like G Herbo on recently or something. Or I don't even know if it's recent. I'm, you know, I never know what YouTube's serving me up if it's like two years old or fucking a month old. For sure. But yeah, I was like, that. that is genius. So Kai's crushing it. Shout out to Kai, man. Yeah. Kai, you live in Atlanta. We'd love to have you on the podcast, my guy. He does? He's in Atlanta, bro. Let's make it happen. Let's go. Should we get into the influencer interviews? What do you think? He's close enough to music, I think. Yeah. He's like- a bystander and let's not and box ourselves in, bro. Let's be the next the, one more time. Is the next Joe Rogan? If we're chasing clout, we got to get the influencers on. Don't say that out loud, but absolutely, I agree <laughs> <Yeah>. with you. <laughs> if, we, if we want views, we got to get Kai Sanat and, and the likes of him on. Kai is in the A, bro. Come through. We fuck For sure. With you. So I was calling you, bro, like a few nights ago. I left the studio, right? And I wanted to tell this because I was calling you. Cause I, I literally am driving down like a really main road. Like, you know, granted it was maybe like nine, 10 PM, like nothing crazy late in the middle of the night or anything. Right. But you know, still whatever, not what road <laughs> Jesus, Henry trying to put me on blast here. I mean, people in Atlanta might respect it. Like Claremont road. It was Claremont, Claremont. road. It's a, it's a staple <laughs> staple in Atlanta. It is anyways. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going down Claremont road and you know, I see like flashing lights, but not like car headlights. Right. Like I'm seeing like, clearly what looks like a, a flash from a camera. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So as I drive by, I kind of slow down to see what assumedly is an influencer, rapper, artist, what, whatever, right? Like dressed to the nine, iced out, doing a photo shoot in the middle of the road. So like the oncoming lane? Like I'm going this way. He's standing over here <laughs> getting photographed <laughs> In the middle of those lanes, right? It's like a four-lane road, two on each side. He's standing in the middle of those two lanes. My thought process is, like, how far are we going, bro, to get the shot? Let's be real. Like, a lot of times on the podcast, we talk about, like, people that do you really fucking want it or not. This guy obviously wanted it. He wanted him, it so he badly. It. That's a guy you want on your team, right? He's willing to risk his life in traffic. The photographer's back is to the incoming traffic, though. <laughs> At least he could see, like, that the cars are coming. He could get out of the way. I don't know, like, if she... So there were no cars coming? For, like... At least a solid 15 seconds of me driving past, there was nothing. I was like, oh, man, God bless lucky. him. I'm like, yeah, lucky as hell. Oh, yeah. But then there was like 10 cars coming. <laughs> and I wonder how it played out. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I didn't hear I didn't hear anything on the news, you know, about like, you know, artist and photographer killed on Claremont Road. But <laughs> like God, I was ex- I was expecting something. I don't know, man. I just it just made me wonder, like, h- how far are we going? I mean, I think to I, get the to get the photo, to get the content. Look, if you want it that bad, I think you'll stand in traffic. I think that's the least of your worries. Like, if you want it, that is something you will do. Now, whether What's that the craziest is, shit you've done to get some content? Do you have anything like that? 
Are you just uh, not going hard? Do you just not want it hard enough? We we did uh, illegally rent a police car, and I dressed up as a cop, and we rode it down the street. Damn, you're right. We did. We, we did, did do that. We should cut that out. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely not going to link to the company that rented it to us, but we company, did. Company, it was a fucking dude. It was a guy car. with like a cop car rental Instagram handle. That I don't I think he up. had an LLC at all. No, <laughs> he did like forewarn us that like, yo, we should probably not. He was like, don't leave the gas station parking lot. <laughs> yeah. And we we're like, all right, bet we're about to leave the gas station parking lot and ride down the road with the lights on, make a noise. <laughs> like the main road where we were at too. <laughs> A shout out to him, man. Yeah, you hooked it up. Man. And then I think we like asked him if you could jump in the pool in the uniform, and he just was having such a good time that he was ready to just. I think he like, wanted to it. charge extra for the dry cleaning, but I don't Did know. If he? We, I don't know if they actually. <laughs> Did you get that bill? I didn't. <laughs> okay, shout out the artist. <laughs> shout out East, we love you. Let me ask you this: The Astros just won the World Series last night. Had no idea. Of course you didn't. So it's, first of all, it's a good thing because every time a Philadelphia baseball team wins the World Series, it's only it happened three times. Every time yeah, they're it's like happened, cursed, right? Every time it happens, the economy takes a, it goes into an insane recession. There's no way that's true. It's literally it's because it's only facts. three times. Yeah. So the 19. Are you drawing that parallel for real? It's an it's actual facts. 1929. It was um they were they were the Philadelphia Athletics. <laughs> They won, then the Great Recession happened. Wow. 1980s or whatever, there was a huge um, breakdown. They won, huge financial depression, recession, awful. This is like Reaganomics and, era? And then, and then 2000, yeah. And then 2008, um, financial crisis. Wow. They won that year. So because the Phillies lost, I think we are safe. It's safe to say we're good. There's no recession coming. Buy calls, long calls, leaps, get in that stock market, buy crypto, fucking get it in right now. The Phillies lost. We are golden, baby. <laughs> Investors are going hard right now. This is the time to buy, baby. Let's fucking get it. Wow. Let's go. Do you like you're buying that? It's obviously like a stupid comparison, but, but yeah, I mean, kind of, like, sort of, <laughs> I'm honestly kind of by my point that I was getting at is, yeah, yeah um, I was like, that's a random fact, but I like it. What I was getting at is Mattress Mac. I don't know if you've heard of, you probably haven't heard of Mattress Mac. Is that an artist? No. <laughs> it Mattress, sounds like a rapper. Mattress Mac, old dude. He owns like a furniture store in Texas. He, wow. bet on, he bet on the Astros to win the world series before the season started. He got like 10 to one odds. He just made, he won the biggest, it's the biggest sports betting win in the history of legal sports betting. All right, let me guess how much. Go ahead. I'm going 50 mil. It's not a bad guess. $75 million. Holy shit. Spread across like three different bookies. But what he did was at his furniture store, he said <laughs> that he, he hedged his bet, right? This is genius. As a businessman, you're going to love this. He said- if you spend $3,000 or more at my furniture store and I lose the bet, or if you spend $3,000 at my furniture store and I win the bet, you get refunded. So he won the bet, but now everyone that spent 3,000 plus, he has to refund them. But he's got 75 mil. But he's got 75 million. Cares. He's still on top. But if he but he brought lost, all the business to store. Exactly. If he lost, then, then he had the best year. In sales everyone he's ever just had. paid for their furniture, and yeah. he made a bunch of money. Wow! Isn't that fucking smart? That's a genius marketing plan, dude. Mattress Mac, look at this old fucker. <laughs> dude, he's smart as hell. He looks like a mattress Mac. He is mattress Mac, dude. Biggest legal 
sports betting win of all times. I didn't know like furniture store owners were having like, you know, fire nicknames like that. <laughs> like you got to make bets. You got to have come, come up with crazy schemes to be but mattress, mattress mag. <laughs> Dude, he's fire. Yeah, he killed wow. it. Wow. Last night it just happened. He won the, before the se- the season started. Bet on the Astros to win it all. Man, he's really lucky that like he sells mattresses and his name starts with an M. That was, that was like a really great, like, you know, circumstantial. Worked out. Yeah. You think he hired like a marketing person to like come up with that for him? Do you think he changed his name to Mac to support the name? Because his name's Jimmy. <laughs> no. His last name. Wait, it's not actually Mac. His last name is like Mick something. This story's falling apart here, Henry. <laughs> his last name is Mick something. So that's where the Mac comes from. Henry, I'm not sure how we did. We talked about a lot. We killed it. Hopefully people fuck with this. If y'all fuck with it, like, comment, subscribe. You know that jazz. We're going to be doing this probably regardless of if you fucked with it. So you might as well just jump on board. Yeah, fuck you anyway. Because we're sponsored by White Claw. Shout out to White Claw. Jen is our our contact over there. We love you, Jen. Keep sending us pineapple White Claws. We love them. I think Jen is actually just the clerk at the liquor store that Henry buys White Claw. And on that note, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Oh, the homie, this shit trippin' off oh. Middle finger to the left